So I guess these are scariest parenting moments. And it sounds like with Abigail. And they're both with Abigail. Yes. Okay, Priscilla has one too. Okay. So I don't even know how old she was. Well, Maverick was a puppy, a baby. Okay, and he's nine. He'll be ten next year. We're going to call it eight years ago. Okay, eight years ago. Yeah. So eight or nine then. She was still in a car seat. We have dogs swimming behind us. (laughs) Um, She was in a car seat because she was super little. And so she still fit in a car seat. Tiny kid. Yeah. And we had just gotten Maverick. And so I have a puppy and I have Abigail (laughs) by myself. Well, and this is, I'm sorry to interrupt, but this was the the stage in which we took Maverick home Mm -hmm. to hang out with us before he went to get training to be a service dog. Right. So this is that time frame, like... Yeah. New puppy, new to us. Like, weren't going to have him for very long before we left. Like, it was uh, it was early. Right. So, we pull up to the house, and I take Maverick in. Literally seconds. Like, I just take him in, put him in the door. Come back out, and I'm like, why do I hear Abby, like, laughing, but not where I should hear her laughing? So, I get over there, and she had gotten out of the car seat. Not unclipped anything, she had slid out of the car seat with the buckles still buckled. So I'm panicking. So I start running um, through the neighborhood and the ki- these kids see me and they're like, oh, we saw her run that way. And she's little, y'all. I mean, she's little where we can carry her still. So she's running and I'm running after her. And I don't know if you guys know this or not. I really haven't like told anybody, but I'm not a runner. Like... <laughs> At all, not a runner. You're not. No, oh. I know it's shocking, and so I, I'm not a runner. Like ever have I been a runner in okay. my entire well, hold, life? Hold the phone though, because Abigail was like two and a half feet tall. Not really, she was taller than that, but she was tiny. You could still catch her, like when she took off sprinting. You yes. were capable of catching her, so it's not like she was faster than you. She had a 45 second head start. Right. Yeah. And this is when she would just run forever. Like, now she won't do that. Yeah. She would start sprinting and go. And just go. She would elope all the time and just go. So we're running through the neighborhood. Now, the neighborhood that we lived in was not completely built up yet. So there were, like, there were open lots and, you know, there weren't houses everywhere. And there definitely weren't fences. So she's running, and I finally figure out, oh my gosh, she's running towards the neighborhood pool. Well, the pool had a fence around it because they're required to have a fence. And this is something that I still cannot grasp um, that's part of our laws. And I'm sure a lot of other places are like this too. So the fence is required to have like a certain height fence. They have to have locks because they obviously don't want kids going in there. So she's running to the fence or to the pool. Well, she can't get into the pool, but there's a retention pond, which is very big in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, they're so big that they actually like the houses around it. They say they're waterfront. Yeah. Like it's, so if you're not familiar, it's like a sloping downhill grass, you know, it looks like a pond would anywhere else. It just happens to be dug by humans um, you know, for retaining water. But a lot of times you have, it's pretty. Like, they'll put a fountain in the middle of it. Right. They'll put, you know, they have ducks there. Like cattails growing on the edge. Of yeah. And so. And gators. She, and gators. Yeah. 
my mom's neighborhood has one and it's huge throughout the whole neighborhood and they're constantly having to get gators out of there yeah i mean we live in florida so she can't get into the pool but she can get into the retention pond because there's no rules on those that you have to have fences around them right next to the pool so she jumps in her my mom and i had just taught abigail to swim two weeks prior so thankfully she's swimming but i'm while i'm running and can't breathe and i'm freaking out i'm on the phone with asa i call you and i'm like asa she's running she got out of her car seat like i'm trying to tell him everything i'm like oh my gosh she's going towards the pool and it's not even like clicking yet that she's going to get into the retention pond because she had never done anything like that in her whole life um and she just jumps in and i'm i'm have visual of her like i can see her the whole time so i'm on my way home uh when priscilla calls me and i'm like you know i'm like hey babe and i she's like panic you know like like heavy breathing panic through the phone and i'm like i'm like okay calm down i am on just keep your eyes on her i am on like our road right that leads to our our neighborhood um so instead of turning towards the house i turn down the other road and head towards uh the retention pond um but i told priscilla i was like i was like don't don't chase her into the water you know the relationship that Priscilla and Abby have has always been this way. Yes. Like when mom raises her voice or changes her tone or, or whatever, it's hilarious. <laughs> and it and it's like, oh, mom wants to play games. Okay. So I told her, you know, for Abigail's safety, I was like, don't go in after her. Stay on the shore, you know, to keep telling her to get out. But Obviously, do not unless chase her. something were happening where she was in distress. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah if, if she just, you know, she was swimming. <laughs> And go ahead, I'll let you. She's swimming, but she's not just swimming. I'm, I am full on mom voice, like panicked, but stressed and like fussing at her. I'm like, you better get out of that pond right now. And she is throwing muck at me. You know, like the floats on the surface of the pond. She's just throwing it at me and laughing hysterically. And I'm like, Abigail Lorraine, you better get out of that pond right now. Your father is on his way. And she could not give a crap what I was saying to her. Could not. She just kept throwing the muck at me. And I'm like, oh, this child. <laughs> this child. So I pull up in my truck. Priscilla's on the side of the pond. And she, I felt so bad. I was so heartbroken for her because she's on the side of the pond. Pleading. She just looks helpless. And, and she just looks at me like... You know, like, you know, there's got to be, like, a level of guilt there. Right. right? Like, like I don't, it doesn't matter who you are, like, or what the circumstances. She, you know, feels terrible. She's just looking at me, like, and, and I'm like, babe, it's okay. Like, she's okay. Like, everything's fine. You know, Priscilla's crying and stuff. And I'm like, everything's, she's okay. She's, she's fine. And I'm going to get her butt out of the freaking pond. So I take my work boots off and, and, uh, and I point, I'm like, don't move. I point at Abby. <laughs> And I wade out into that nasty pond water <laughs> and uh, snatch her up and pull her back to shore. And, oh, I was I was angry. I was so angry. She was just, Abby was silent. She was just like. She's like, oh. She's like, oh, crap. Oh, I shouldn't have done shouldn't this. Shouldn't have done this? Okay. Good to know. And she smelled <clears throat> so bad. Yeah. <laughs> because it's gross. Stagnant pond water. Yeah. Ugh. So, what's up? Not right now. So, yeah, she smelled terrible. And 
So that would have mm. to be the number one thing for me. Both of our scary stories have to do with you. Em. Yeah. Gosh. That would freak me out. Okay, I have a question for you. Your <laughs> your childhood moment that is just burnt into your mind oh, and gosh. the the one time where you're like I was not a good child. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, we're putting it all out there for everybody. <laughs> you guys are about to judge me so bad. My mother is going to be so proud of this story. Nice. So, I think I was 11 or 12. That was my hellion years. Like, I was I was pretty good teenager. It was before I hit teenage years. So, if you have a young lady, um, that can happen sometimes. Because we start going through puberty at that age. And so, we think we know it all. So, I don't even remember what started the problem that we had. But my parents actually, my mom and my stepdad had gone to like therapy. Not therapy, but like gotten help with how to handle me. Because I was that bad. Wow. I didn't know that uh-huh. part. And so, <laughs> they told <laughs> my parents. like super nanny to. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so, they told my parents when she gets like that, just leave her. Like, she'll be fine. Just leave her. So, that's what they did. They left me. So I was not happy with that res- resolution. So I decided. Well, hold on. So, so my is, parents this are This is dri- the angle that their my parents, parents tell it from. are pulling out of the driveway. Yeah. And they look back at the house, and we had um, like a door that had this big oval window. Okay. So the whole door is pretty much like an oval window. Well, I decided. What what did Wayne say, though? Wayne's like, my mom says, what is that in the window? My mom, Wayne says, that's your daughter's ass. (laughs) (laughs) Not my proudest moment. I decided to moon my parents. (laughs) (laughs) On the front door of the house. I don't know what my goal was with that move. My mom threw the car into park, comes hauling butt inside. She said she could hear doors slamming. And so I'm slamming the doors behind me and I'm laying on my bed like I'm a princess. And she's like, you better open that door right now. I'm like, no, I won't. She took the door out. With her shoulder. Yeah, like off the hinges. Like off the hinges. I was, I, I was like, didn't even, I was stunned. I was like, this sweet little Southern Belle woman. Did you get your butt beat? Oh, with, okay, so. <laughs> I, she had these wood spoons. Don't come at my mom, okay? Do not come at my mom. <laughs> Things are different, y'all. Um, we got butt whoopings when I was butt growing up. Whooping. Yeah, when I was growing up, you got butt whoopings. You can't do that now. Um, she had these wooden spoons with ceramic vegetables on the end of them. She did not use the ceramic end. She used the wooden <laughs> oh, end. But she, th- she broke every one of them the over my butt. And it was okay. I was not abused. How many wooden spoons I had? But like, like I wanted to like stop buying cheap wooden spoons. Right. Like, <laughs> um. I was not a good kid. Like, my parents had to take me to the police department. 
and they showed me like the juvenile delinquents and said that you have two paths you can go down you have this path or that path and I remember seeing those kids like doing all this crappy work and I was like I don't want to be a bad kid I don't want to go down the bad road (laughs) and from that day forward it changed me they scared me straight and I was that kid that when my mom would go to smack me with a wooden spoon, I was like, I'm going to call child services on you. She's like, I will beat you on the, while you're on the phone with them. And the police, when she took me to the police department, they were like, Miss Keller, we can come and supervise while you're beating her butt. Like, it was a thing. So... Don't think that we grew up. <laughs> we grew up in way different times yeah. than you grew up now. Yeah. I don't have a... Uh, I oh, don't you, have were just, a, you were just a great kid. No, there's not enough time on the SD card. Like, <laughs> I would, <laughs> there's so many It's like, stories. I was so perfect. Oh, I was bad. <laughs> I was freaking bad. Oh, come on. You have to talk about oh, one story real quick. Okay. Where your dad found, like... Um, food wrappers or something, and you had gone down to buy something that you shouldn't oh, have bought or geez. something. What was that one? Yeah, Priscilla's mooning people. Meanwhile, I'm committing grand theft auto. <laughs> um, oh, so I would take my dirt bike down to the store all the time and like get stuff or whatever. But this, I, I, I think I was 14, 13, something like that. Must have been 13. And I decided, I was like, I'll just take my dad's truck. Well, he had an old Ford. Um, what? Not the, not the. What was it like? Seven, late seventies Ford body. Anyway, um, F one fifty Ranger, like sweet truck. You know, sweet truck, huge truck, extended cab, long bed. The thing was like thirty feet long. It was ridiculous. And it always sat in the driveway, and that was a work truck. We did landscaping when I was a kid, and I did landscaping with him. That was our landscaping truck. So I was like, I can drive this truck. I've driven it before, like getting hay bales, because we used to bale hay um, in the field, and I would be the truck driving guy, you know, while our bales is off. But you did not have truck. a driver's license. Uh, no, I was 13. Yeah. Um, I drove that truck, you know, moving stuff around for landscaping jobs, stuff like that. I was like, I'll drive the truck. So I got in the truck. I didn't even need to go anywhere. I think it was just one of those dumb kid things like, yeah, this needs to happen right now. So I get in the truck, fire it up, take off down the road, and, and uh, go up to the store. No incidences happen at all. Like, everything was perfect, mm-hmm. you know? Pull back in the – and it, well, on the way back, I did go off the road at one point, <laughs> and, in, and it's a dirt road, and it's like twisty, windy mountain dirt roads, you know? So – Go off the road, went into the ditch. That scared the crap out of me because I came like this close from ripping off a mirror on a tree. Um, it was a big, like the old school big trailer mirrors, you know. That's I thought I was in, done for at that moment, but went off the road a little bit. Uh, pulled back in the yard when I got back to the house and went in the house. And uh, it, it must have been a couple days later. My dad came to me. He's like, "You uh, joyriding?" <laughs> I was like, "What?" He's like, you joyriding in the truck? I'm like, no. And he like throws, I don't remember, some, you know, like little Debbie wrapper and a drink bottle or something at me. Like throws it in my direction. And I was like, jeez. He's like, you got to be the dumbest crook. <laughs> he said, he said, somebody said, hey, Bruce, I saw you driving down the road the other day and I waved at you, but didn't you, you didn't wave back. Well, that, that's because it was me <laughs> and not my dad. Uh, driving down the road in my dad's truck 
and then I left the food wrappers in there and when I pulled in the yard that truck was always a little heavy on the brakes so when I pulled in the yard I, I hit the brake a little too hard and I slid and left left muddy skid marks about that far in the grass so like he's like you got to be the dumbest crook i've ever seen it's like man you just left so your wrappers that was one of 523,112 times that i did bad things as a kid and he caught me on that one so i you know in all actuality my record was pretty good <laughs> I got caught a lot. Yeah. But uh I you did. yeah, that was yeah, that was just a like on an average Wednesday. That was just a normal thing. He loves telling that story cuz he caught me in that story and it was like I'm like, "Oh, way to go, Sherlock Holmes. Like I left a rapper in there. Like I really sure. gave myself away. Come on." So, but yeah, he loves telling that story. It's his favorite one to tell cuz <laughs> it makes me look dumb. But right. If he only knew. I was bad, man. <laughs> I was bad. Tell us your uh, your bad child story or um, yeah, scariest please, moment. Please Let do. us know. I, I would love to. Like, funny stuff. Not, don't, I mean, it, you know, you tell whatever you want, but be gentle. It's the comment section, you know. Can't get too crazy down there. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? All right, thanks, guys, for hanging out with us. Another podcast. We yes. want to do some throwbacks, tell some stories, and uh, share a little bit about our childhood god i'm glad we grew up right we were not good kids we for a were while. not good kids we had our we had our stages so if your kids are in that crappy stage right now don't worry they can turn out to be awesome and don't forget chances are there's a good chance your kids are way better than you were i mean I we had are. we had the freedom to like there were no cell phones there was no way to track us there was no 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 find my anything there was no right what's that app you know the yeah, life 360 there was none of that like, they had to find a payphone and call home. Yep. Like, yeah, we were we were probably way worse than our kids. I, I know I was way worse than I was. Isaiah was. Yeah. Yeah. All right. See you guys next time. Thanks for hanging out. Bye guys. Bye. Oh crap! You know what I didn't think about? We don't have music. I'm plugged right into the camera, so I don't. It was supposed to be different this time. Ready? Woo! Okay, <laughs> we have music this time. Um, actually, everybody in the comments was like, "No, I love the music. Stick with the music." Oh, okay. I just I wanted to. It's getting super windy, and it feels like there's a storm coming. But I wanted to show you guys that like we fully committed. Like I'm pretty sure you can hear the the wind through the mics right now. It's okay. It's gonna be no, fine. No, it's terrible. It's gonna be bad. That's what I'm hearing. Okay, it's gonna be okay. No, it's not. We have to move. Well, I just wanted go? them to know that, like, we put in the effort oh. to have, like, a really cool location. Look, like, lean that way. Look how pretty. See how pretty that is? It's cool, right? So, I, we put in the effort. We genuinely did. We did. Okay, we're out of here before, <laughs> it gets, before it gets wet. Everything will get wet. It's starting to sprinkle. This is our topic for today. I actually posted a video on uh, Instagram as a reel and Facebook, too, about the scariest moment of my entire life. So we had some moments. We got some stories, y'all. This one, this one's gonna be. Uh, this ought to be fun. And we're back. It's not even the same day. Yeah. So, you know, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> it's life. It's been busy. It's been really busy. But we're gonna pick right back up where we left off. So we were talking about scariest moment. Right. Well, we just had some. We had some stories that we, we thought were worth telling. I found some old videos, and. Uh, <laughs> We're having a Lunchable over here next to us. So, okay. And I've got some accompanying video with this. If you guys are on the listening side, if you want to go 
watch the video version of this podcast, you can kind of you can see uh, what we're talking about as well for some of these stories. So the first one we do have a video of. So we were at an SFA event, yep. right? Surfers for Autism. Mm-hmm. And where was that at? Yeah, I think West it was Coast in St. Pete. Yeah, okay. St. Petersburg, Florida. And we always bought raffle tickets at these events. Like yep. we wanted to support the cause, you know, and all that. So we always buy raffle tickets. Somehow you get like, you know, like a skateboard or, you know, we got a, a couple surfboard. surfboards. We're always winning, winning raffle stuff. One of the raffle items was uh, parasailing. And we ended up winning it. <laughs> and that was... Um, so Priscilla's like, yeah, you can do it. I was like, okay. Well, it was for you and Isaiah. It was y'all's birthday weekend. Yeah, yeah. So, so what better birthday present? <laughs> what better birthday present? Worst present I've ever gotten. So we decide, okay, you know, the three, me and the two kids can go up in it. And uh, Abigail was fearless back then. Yep. Absolutely fearless. Like she would do anything. Climb um, and yeah. yeah. And and you know, we we talk to them and stuff and they're like, Yeah, totally safe, you know, no issues. Like, okay, you know, okay. I feel comfortable ish. Like I'm terrified of heights, but I feel like this is gonna be different because you're like suspended. You right. know, like climbing a ladder scares me. Parasailing doesn't really scare me as much as climbing a ladder does. I mean, it does now. It does now, I'll never do it again. <laughs> So we get out on the boat. They get us all set up. You can see by the expression on my face in that video how, like, how serious I was. I was locked in. I was, like, listening to the whole safety briefing. I was, like, all the instructions. Abigail is slung in front of me, and you're wearing a harness, and there's a strap under your butt. And that that's just for comfort, the one under your butt. If you come out of it, it's no big deal. You're still in the harness, right? Yeah. Then they run the harness through a clip on the life. All this is important detail. You have to – it's all important, Okay. There's so a there's a clip on the on the life jacket that they run through the harness, so you're like double clipped in. Yeah. Right? But it's just a life jacket clip. Like, I don't like that's not gonna hold body weight, you know. I mean. And and I was like, well, what happens if you turn upside down? Like people do it all the time. They like <laughs> hang upside down. I'm like, that's crazy. So you're like that will not be us, right? So we go up. Isaiah is obliviously joyously happy like does not care he so is excited. he is there for it yeah i'm just like and they're like hold hold her with one hand so abby slung in front of me sitting directly in front of me like overlapping and i'm holding her with one hand my friend dasher he was making a film at the time he's the guy that got me into filmmaking so he's making a film at the time he gives me a gopro i'm like okay all right i'll, I'll get some cool cool footage of this, this is old school gopro it's like yeah. a re- og original gopro so, he and you can me- tell that Abby is so happy about this. Mm-hmm. She is smiling, ecstatic. Yeah, so ready to go. So we get up in the air. She immediately wiggles, and her butt comes out of the sling. Okay, <laughs> which again, I was like, okay, no problem. Yeah, they told me that was just for comfort. Whatever, we're good to go. Her she's- butt comes out of the sling, <laughs> and she's just, and she's like arching her back and like laughing. And Isaiah thinks it's hilarious, and and I'm immediately starting to stress. <laughs> you know. Not one to give up on things. I'm like, well, you know, okay, keep going higher and higher and higher. I don't know how many hundreds of feet up we were. It was, it was a lot. Like yeah. I, like I saw a thing where like you can go 500. I don't think it was 500 feet, but it was a lot. Like you hit that water, it's gonna be like hitting concrete. I feel like. Yeah. So, we get up there, and Abigail is literally trying to climb me. Like her back <laughs> is to me, and she's putting her feet on my lap, and she's trying to climb up. Well, but the harness doesn't hold you. It keeps you from falling down, not climbing up. <laughs> so 
I'm Cause who in their right out. mind would climb so up? I've got this death grip on her because I, and I'm also like, I my butt's come out of the sling at this point too, right? So we're dangling, <laughs> and we're just I'm just like this, and I'm trying to hold one strap to keep us from flipping over upside down because I was so scared of flipping over upside down and her continuing to wriggle and not being able to turn us right back, you know, upright again because now I'm top heavy because she's standing up in my lap. Right? So I'm trying to hold this up, hold this stupid GoPro that I'm, I'm no longer making a film with and anymore. And I'm on the boat. Yeah, Priscilla's on the boat watching. But I can't see, like, they're far enough away I can't see all of that. Isaiah has no peripheral. Because yeah. the straps go up next to his head and stuff. So he's just having a grand time. <laughs> he thinks that I'm, like, I'm just enjoying myself. <laughs> like, the sounds I make. I don't know what sounds I make. I don't know. But, so I'm holding the strap. And holding Abigail, I got my arm around the other uh, strap, you know, the straps that go up to the, the canopy. I got my arm around the other one, holding Abby by the life jacket, trying to keep her down. But she's using her full leg force to stand up, and I'm pulling her down with one hand, like fingers, you know? So, I, and I'm like, I'm not going to let go. Like, there's nothing on the on planet Earth that could pry her out of my fingers. But my biceps start to cramp up because I'm holding like this the whole time. So my arms start cramping up and it's, and I'm like waving at the boat and I'm like trying to sing, signal to them that I can't hold and on I'm to her anymore. Back. And I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I know she never would have fallen. I just felt like she would have. And I didn't, I wasn't going to chance that. I wasn't going to see, you know, I wasn't going to test, test that and see. So that was, um, the worst experience of my life. Like he the came down, he was moment. white. <laughs> yeah, like white. And I was like, "Oh, you weren't having fun. I thought I thought you were like waving to us, so I was waving back to you." <laughs> no, that wasn't it at no. all. Yeah, it was terrible. <sighs> I'm sorry. It's okay. It'll be an experience you'll never forget. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Never gonna forget it. Yeah. It was not traumatic for Isaiah because oh, no. he doesn't talk about it. Like he doesn't. No, it was a great time for him. He was still smiling when we got to the ground. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. didn't bother him at all. He had no idea. So funny. The terror that I was experiencing. 